0: Welcome to the Longmont Observer's first week in Review Podcast. So today we've got several people in the room. Sergio Angelis. Say hello, Sergio. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Christy Yoder. Hello. And Chris Yoder. Howdy, howdy, howdy. So today we're going to go over what we think are some of the best stories over the past week in the Longmont Observer. So what do we got up first here? Sergio, let's see... So the
1: first one that we're going to talk about is was actually published uh, August third, um, and Which it's about slightly
0: more than a week ago. Just a slightly. little bit more,
1: yeah. And this one is about uh, Longmont City Council uh, discussing allowing retail marijuana. Yep. Um, do you want to? Yeah. Talk so a basically, bit more about yeah, what
0: they did was uh, they didn't approve it, but they laid out everything that really. Uh, specified how they will and won't allow it. So what they're gonna do is they had three potential things that they could do. Uh, they could either um, uh, do a 1A, they had 1A, 1B, and uh, open market. And what they did was they chose 1A, uh, which is in basically to allow there to be an RFP uh, for people to apply to become a marijuana retail shop in Longmont. The second option, one b was uh, to hold a lottery and the third option open market was just to open it up but uh, as many people show up and apply for licenses as they wanted to 1a also limits it to four stores so you can only have four stores inside of city limits Um, they said that that could be revisited sometime in the future Uh, but uh, basically they want to they want to really kind of try it out first is really what they want to do The two existing stores that we've got inside of city limits that are in county enclaves, so there are portions of Longmont that have got these enclaves that are not technically part of the city but are surrounded by city property inside Longmont. Um, And those two get uh, extra points basically uh, during the RFP process. Uh, So they have sort of an advantage to apply. And then they want to add a 3% uh, addition to the sales tax on top of the existing sales tax which is I believe it's 8.8 something now or 8.9 something plus uh, so now that'll be that number plus plus three percent and uh, they do want to keep it open to potentially making it higher too but right now that's what they're saying we're gonna put that on the ballot and they are looking at adjusting the balance they're adjusting the uh, licensing fees which were originally going to be fifteen thousand uh, dollars to make it be something a little bit more manageable Um, They also said they want to keep it at least 250 feet away from residential and a thousand feet away from any schools. So what's interesting here though is that um, out of those three choices that they had, which is an RFP, a lottery, and a uh, open market, they picked the one, the RFP, which is most likely to get them sued according to the city attorney. (coughs) We found pretty interesting. And then also that... um, the two stores that are in the enclaves aren't required to apply for a license. And what's interesting there is that they will not be subject to the 3% tax. And uh, they're not also subject to the city tax at all. They're subject just to a county tax. So they'll have effectively a five to, what, 8% uh, lower price uh, for the same thing if they don't apply for a license. Haven't the city just considered annexing those two parts, those two parcels? They, they could do that and that is a potential, but right, that's not in the plan right now. So okay. what's interesting is that uh, we really are gonna allow four shops plus two shops. We're gonna have six. So six shops. So we're really gonna have six shops is what's gonna happen. That's what's going on. What's also interesting is that there are about 25 liquor stores in Lamont, Um And uh, there are probably somewhere between 75 and 100 places in Longmont that you can buy liquor. And this state law specifically says, treat it like liquor. So we're not really doing that yet. We're kind of half, sort of, sort of trying it. Now, if we were to limit all the liquor stores in town to four, then yeah, it'd be fair. So. I I guarantee there's liquor stores within 1,000 feet of the school too. Well, I know there's one right off of, right by my old high school, school. Longmont High School, yeah.
1: So So liquor stores are fine
0: with are they can be close to schools but marijuana shops can not apparently so anyway i'm sure this will all get sorted out in the courts down the road all right so the second story is understanding the longmont prairie dog issue um, this one we're going to point you back to the website uh, lizzie rogers uh, one of our reporters did a, really an outstanding job very clean very concise facts only reporting here and I personally think that it's probably one of the best articles that we've done to date uh, at the Longmont Observer. And the gist of the story really is just that, that a local business, creative learning systems, needed to relocate uh, due to uh, a plan to reroute the St. Green River. And uh, uh, there's quite a bit of drama around the whole thing and you really need to see the video on our website. So down below you will see a link to the story. Click on that link to the story and uh, it will take you to the story where you can click, at, click on and play the video. Next one up is the city council discussed several ballot issues. And I believe actually you wrote this one, didn't you, Sergio?
1: Yeah, so I worked on this. Uh, <coughs> these. Uh, this was actually presented uh, during uh, the July 25th uh, city council meeting, um, and they were doing a presentation on the language surrounding the ballot questions for this year's election. Um, the first one of that being uh, the marijuana tax ballot question. Um, so initially, they had uh, said it was 3.4% in the in the ballot question, but uh, I believe during that council meeting they had changed it to 3%. Yeah, 3 So they, they are gonna go back and change that. Um, well, they did agree to um, keep in um, is the fact that the rate I'm going to read this from from the ballot question itself um, that the rate of tax being allowed to be increased or decreased without further voter approval, so long as the rate of taxation does not exceed fifteen percent.
0: So, so they're saying they they could make the they could add fifteen percent to a
1: correct. So what would basically says is even though it's going to start off with the marijuana tax being three percent. They could effectively change that up to fifteen percent without voter approval. Right. So city council would have power and the authority to change the sales tax on marijuana as they please. Um,
0: wow. Yeah, which is but should they do that, we have a hell of a lot more than four stores.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the if I remember correctly, I think a lot of money. I don't remember if it was. It may have been the city attorney or. Or somebody else during the meeting, but they, met, they mentioned that I think Denver also does this. Yeah. Um, but other cities don't. Um, so it's interesting yeah. just uh, the fact that they would um, do that. So, uh, council um, passed the language um, six to one uh, with uh, Councilman Santos uh, descending. Um, the second. Uh, the ballot question was around uh, the public safety sales and use tax. Um,
0: what is a public safety sales and use tax?
1: Uh, so so I'll just read the, I can read the entire ballot oh, question. Oh, don't, don't but, read the
0: entire ballot question. <laughs> just give us a summary. Basically, I, effectively what it does is it 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 funds police.
1: Correct. Correct? It's it's going to be increasing the city sales and use tax from 3.275% to 3.5%
0: three percent so about a quarter of a percent
1: yeah an increase of two and one fifty five and one fifty five one hundredth cents slightly over
0: two and a quarter percent yeah slightly percent. over
1: so all of that would be given to the public safety um, division of the city yeah um, so City Council agreed that the language was appropriate
0: um, and that's gonna, gonna, be on gonna be on the ballot so do you want more police? That's effectively what that, uh, and more um, services from the public safety. and it's not just police, also, but it's uh, fire, um, you know, uh, emergency response stuff like that. So yeah,
1: cool. All right. Um, the last one that they discussed was uh, the wording for the Windy Gap firming project water bond ballot question. Um, basically, the the question is asking. Um, if the City of Walmont debt should be increased to an amount not to exceed 36.3 million uh, to finance uh, the Windy Gap Firming Project. Um, Most of the council um, were all right with the language. Uh, Councilman Bagley asked that um, they should include the amount of acre feet that they need um, because it doesn't currently say that. Um, Councilwoman Finley also asked um, that they include or mention the fact that they're constructing this new water storage reservoir Um, so they all agreed to include the fact that um, 10,000 acre-feet wording um, is going to be on there um, and they're going to revisit this ballot question
0: August 22nd Uh, well that's a big one and that's a very very complex issue that has uh, created quite a bit of passion in the community. So there, we've written several stories on this, and there are several others out there as well. And uh, it's it's something that will affect every single person in Longmont. So you should probably be fully versed in this stuff, if possible. Your water bill is going to go up, and in some cases, quite significantly. The uh, actual specifics are in these articles. So do do click on uh, the the links below this recording if you want more information all right our next one is we th- we published our virtual op- our first obituary yeah that's right so what was the name of the
1: uh carol grace ripley was 94 um and the service was provided by carol Lulin here in longmont yeah. local mortuary funeral service so don't we i
0: think that um we've talked to several of the mortuaries funeral homes um and only the carol Lulan people uh, said you could take this off our website and republish it. We would love it if the others allowed us to do that, but we haven't heard back from any of them. Also, and if you have a uh, obituary you would like us to publish, um, please send it to us at obituaries at lawmonobserver.org And uh, we will get that into the paper. As uh, some of you may know, this is how a lot of companies now decide it's actually happened. So for instance, um, my father died a few years ago and we had to provide an obituary or a death certificate. And an online link to an obituary is all that an insurance company needed. So it's important that you do this now and we do provide this as a free service to anybody in Longmont. So let us know if you would like us to publish yours. Next up is the Longmont Theater is kicking off its 2017-2018 season uh, with a Really interesting um, kind of throwback, the, a celebration for Patsy Cline. Tell us about this. You actually talked to them, right, Sergio?
1: Uh, yeah, just a little bit. Um, uh, Tracy over at uh, Longmont Theater was telling me about how this uh, upcoming play called Today, Tomorrow, and Future, a celebration of Patsy Cline. Um, will be starring Melissa Swift-Sawyer, who is actually a, Long- uh, a local native here ah, in Longmont. Yeah. Um, and she's, she has portrayed Patsy Cline almost thir- uh, 3,000 times around the country over the uh-huh. past 20 plus years. Uh-huh. Um, and the show will relive, I'm quoting this uh, from, from uh, the brochure, but that it will relive the brilliant but all too brief career of Patsy Cline, the greatest female country artist. So I did not know, as a millennial, who Patsy Cline <laughs> was, um, so I had to look this up. Uh, and, uh, I'm sourcing this from Wikipedia, uh, but Patsy Cline, who was born Virginia Patterson Hensley, was born September 8, 1932, um, and was an American country music singer. Uh, she successfully... I guess, crossed over to pop music and was one of the most influential, successful, and acclaimed vocalists of the 20th century. Uh, she died at the age of 30 in a multiple fatality crash um, Did not know of the private plane of her manager, Randy Hughes. Um, so the Longmont Theater Show, uh, again called Today, Tomorrow, and Future, will perform on August 18th, 19th, 25th, 26th, at 7.30 p.m. and August 20th and 27th at 2 p.m. Where is that at? Uh, It's right um, on Main Street. The Trojan Theater. The old Trojan Theater. Yeah. Yeah. And
0: interestingly enough, Melissa Swift Sawyer went to Skyland. Ah, interesting. That's great.
1: Yeah, so if you're interested in going, you can get tickets online. Um, We will be sending a uh, local reporter to attend a dress rehearsal and provide a review. Awesome. That was great. You
0: can stay tuned to that. Excellent. Next up is a couple of stories that are related to each other. Uh, Temple Grandin, uh, she managed to crash the, crash the library's website <laughs> uh, because she's so popular. Temple Grandin is a professor at, is it Greeley, or is it? or is it she's at C, uh, CSU. At CSU, and I believe it's um, Animal Husbandry. Uh. Yes. I yeah, think so. and she is what. But her real claim to fame is that she is autistic, and she has uh, managed to get her Ph.D. She has written some books, and she's very, very popular in Colorado, and actually all over the world. But when they announced that she was giving a talk at the library, uh, the the website was inundated with people that wanted to sign up for this. They sold out in thirty minutes, I think, is what it came out. Yeah. to Yeah. About yeah. minutes. And uh, so many people hit the website that it literally crashed their website. Uh, that So what they did was they were originally planning to open a second room and show on video the... Uh, the live stream. Live, basically, a live stream provided by us, the Long Island Observer, to the extra room for extra space. But I believe that the next story uh, addressed that, which is Library Secure's new venue to accommodate unexpected demand for tickets to Temple Grandin. So what did they do?
1: Yeah, so they're gonna be, um, they moved the venue over to uh, the Vance Brand Auditorium, uh, which I believe seats, excuse me, about a thousand people. Um, so that should be enough, I hope, but yeah. <laughs> there may there, there may still be a lot more people interested in, in coming. So um, we will still be live streaming the event uh, to our Facebook page. Um, so if you can't make it, um, you know, we'll be able to... Uh, watch it online? Watch it online. So, Great. yeah, we're looking forward to having her here. And I also did not know who she was, but uh, uh. I ended up watching an HBO film about her over the weekend. Um, yeah. It was very, very interesting. Send so, me a lot. I didn't yeah. know
0: that it was an HBO film on it, so that'd yeah. be good. It was really good. Excellent. So up next is the Longmont City Council considers a new RV policy. Uh, so the council... Uh, voted 6-1, to polychristians and dissenting, to approve a new ordinance that will effectively give people 48 hours to have their RV on a street after it's been uh, marked as being there. And they have to move it to at least 600 feet away, which is the equivalent of a city block. Uh, then, uh, Then they could theoretically come back. So the idea is to keep people from, and they call this ordinance the junked and abandoned power of the junk and abandoned ordinance uh, it's 0.21 I'm sorry 0-2017-48 if you want to go look it up and it really is addressing the frequency of RVs and trucks and you see modified trucks cars vans that are parked in city streets and that people are living in them so a lot of people have been complaining about that now if you go to the our website story on this you'll see pictures uh, of a street here in town Delaware place that has got for instance, a whole bunch of these on it. And uh, there was a pretty fair amount of discussion about this. Uh, Is it targeting homeless people? Is it uh, really just about junk stuff on the street? Maybe all of the above? So it's- It's it's about homeless people. It's uh, It's not in my backyard. (laughs) There's some of that going on for sure. Some people definitely uh, were concerned about that. So uh, if you want to see what this is all about, go ahead go ahead and click on the link down below uh, titled uh, Longmont City Council considers new RV policy and you can read all about the specifics next up uh, the (laughs) Longmont oh boy because we got we have a vapor here in the room with us Longmont City Council votes to expand no smoking zone uh, which uh, quick read here of it says an entryway to city-owned buildings or enclosed areas includes the uh, areas of public or private property within 25 feet of the doorway if it's a city building and all other buildings it's going to be 15 feet and that now includes vaping devices so that's for the entire city of longmont
1: Yeah, so a little bit more on this one so uh yeah august 8th this uh city council this week uh, they voted seven seven to zero to pass ordinance 2017-40 which basically amends Title IX, Chapter 9.4 uh, of the current Longmont Municipal Code on Smoking in Public Places. So it effectively expands no smoking zones to several city facilities, uh, as well as entryways, um, of public places and places of employment. So under the ordinance, uh, smoking is prohibited on the entire block containing the Longmont Civic Center and the Longmont Public Library. Um, and then entrances to the city's uh, senior center and memorial building um, is also prohibited. Um, so as Scott mentioned, uh, new to the ordinance and effectively the, the municipal code is the inclusion of electronic smoking devices, which is commonly known as vaping. Um, so nobody will really be able to vape indoors unless there's a dedicated smoking area that is provided by the employer.
0: Now, this is only in businesses. Correct, businesses. Businesses. Do whatever you want at home. Correct, correct. You can do whatever
1: you want at home. Um, Obviously, you can still smoke um, in retail stores that are engaged with the sale of tobacco. Places of employment that are not open to the public. um, And obviously, also outdoor areas that are designated for that. Right. So um, if you end up violating this municipal code, it's a 35 to $500 fine for the first offense. Uh, After that, uh, for a second or subsequent conviction within 12 12 months, the minimum fine will be at least $50. And then uh, $10 of that fine is given to the municipal probation office to acquire materials and programming providing health information on the dangers of smoking.
0: Hmm. Excellent.
1: So, yeah, if you uh, wanna look at the maps online of where this is um, affected on uh, city city property, uh, city areas, or if you wanna
0: see the complete ordinance, um, you can just click uh, the link below. All right, next up is uh, a story from you, actually, from Christy Yoder, which is um, the story about sugar ants. Why don't you talk talk to us a little bit about what you learned about sugar ants?
2: I actually learned a lot about sugar ants. I did this because I was requested to. Um, Sugar ants actually have a very complex social network. They have multiple queens in their colony, and then they have worker ants that go out and scout for food, and the worker ants have these three different types of pheromones or scents that they put out, so they're able to find their way back to the nest and back to the food source. And also if they find some place that's dangerous to them, they have another pheromone that they can put out that tells all the other ants to stop and go a different way. So it's pretty cool. Um, And then I also focused on what you can do about them, which is what most people are interested in. And a lot of people don't want to use pesticides in their homes, so I looked at a lot of homemade remedies and have had some response on next door from people. There was a
0: lot of response on next door. <laughs> I saw, gosh, probably half a dozen people had come up with um, other than the ones you had said right. with other ways, like a piece of chalk. Apparently, yeah, you had chalk line and really, and yeah, there's, chalk line. Huh? Yeah, <laughs> that's what they said. I was like, wow, that's really interesting. There's, so
2: there's a website out there that has probably thirty different home remedies, and I supplied a link to ah, it in the article.
0: So. Excellent, excellent. Yeah, it was pretty interesting. So, um, what, do you know what
1: uh, what you will be covering for next week's Vermont Wild Weekly?
2: I have not decided yet.
1: Okay. No.
0: Well, it'll be hey, a can people request? People what they can want? request Ooh, what they want. What would they? So they would email you at where.
2: Um, I don't think we have a separate one for wildlife. Well, how about you
0: personally? They
2: can email me personally at christy yoder at longmontobserver.org.
0: That's C-H-R-I-S-T-I-Y-O-D-E-R Yes. Y O D E R. Yes. at longmontobserver.org. So if you guys want to know about anything having to do with the local wildlife, um, Christy is your person and she knows how to find out whatever we need to find out. So to wrap it up, I've got one last thing here, and I've just started doing this today, because I thought it was fun. So this morning, I I, I like to check Next Light's speed at my house. So I went ahead and took a took a, a screenshot of it, and I thought, oh, this would be cool to do every morning, just to kind of like see what's going on out there. So Next Light, as you all probably know, is Longmont's gigabit network, where you're supposed to get up to a thousand megabits down and a thousand megabits up. So this morning, in Longmont, the speed uh, was 667 megabits down and 945 megabits up. Wireless or wired. That was wired. Okay. And, uh, yeah, you got to be fair. <laughs> and that pretty much sums it up. Anything else you want to add, Sergio, to our first weekly uh, news and review podcast? No, uh uh-huh.
1: I think that's it. I mean, we got some uh, good stuff scheduled for the weekend, uh, and some uh, business interviews uh, that we did. In our local uh, Video, right? videographer yeah. Matt Steiger um, yeah. worked on that. Did an awesome job. Um, so that'll actually be released Friday today. today oh, good. Friday! Excellent.
0: Um, and yeah, just uh, that's pretty much it. All right. Thank you, and check in again with us next week.